0: Hello, welcome to the Selbit Vegan Voices podcast. I'm Chandler Klebs, and I'm here with my compadre Monique Lukens.
1: Hi, hey, hey, hello. And, Happy and Earth Day. Yeah. Was,
0: yeah, and and I'll have to warn you, you, our listeners, that Monique is being a little bit quiet because she's in a library right now, but she still wanted to do a show. And today we're going to be talking about Earth Day. And I actually don't know much about Earth Day, so maybe Monique can fill me in on what Earth Day is and then we can go from there. Yeah, so Monique, what I would ask is when is Earth Day? Wh- where how did it get started and what does it all mean?
1: Well, since I'm at a library and I'm in front of the computer, I can look that up, but I'm not exactly sure that first question. But when is it? It is every April the 22nd. Um this year it's falling on a Saturday. So, of course, there's going to be a lot of festivities for people around this country and around the world. And this, uh, this Earth Day is most important in this country and globally because uh, our new, uh, um, what do you call it, well, Trump administration, our new administration uh, with Trump, uh, they are pro taking away regulations that will um, allow for more pollution to be admitted into the air and into the water, particularly with car manufacturing companies. Uh, What's the rationale behind that? Well, uh, basically, he feels that putting too strict regulations on these manufacturers is going to cost them money and lose business. But the fact of the matter is, uh, (laughs) we need to go clean, green. And that has been the direction that we have been trying to do as a a country and globally, having met at France. Um, And so this this is not good because people might be saving money in the short run, but not in the long run. So uh, along with that, the environmental protection agency the person in charge of that he does not believe in global warming so again we have to stress to him as a society that we know that global warming does exist and what are some of the things that are um that are making it exist well uh the animals Uh, lots of um factory farming all the animals the cows, when they burp, they uh, emit methane gas into the air, just like cars would. And th- this is hurting us. In fact, there, there, is a, there is a fact out there that says that all the factory farming, as far as producing methane gas, is worse than the traffic combined, making pollution. Uh, some Some will say, no, that's not true, but let's face it, there are are more cattle out there than there is transportation, because, well, people are eating all those cattle, so, of course, you know, this is what's happening, and it's it's on a daily basis, of course, transportation is too, but we're not even just talking about their burps we're talking about their waste products now i know in the midwest that there were um some rivers that were being polluted are you aware of that chandler because you're you're in the midwest
0: i i wasn't aware of the rivers around here being especially polluted but i'm aware that that kind of thing goes on everywhere and I know the facts about how animal agriculture contributes to climate change more so than the oil and the coal and all that you know i 've watched cowspiracy and I understand i mean it's just plain logic that even if there was no coal and no oil n- n- none of the other pollutants, just the fact that there's billions of of these farm animals um uh, producing all this extra carbon. Um, that right there is, is, is going to make climate change continue to r- rise more, and we'll all die just from that. <laughs> and so what's interesting is that it doesn't matter how much money the meat and dairy industry make or how much the coal and oil car companies and all those companies make because after, after the whole p- population – Uh, of not just humans, but probably all the other animals is dead due to climate change, their money's not going to do them any good.
1: Well, absolutely, absolutely. And um, our our show isn't about cars, but I I do want to make mention that um, the people in favor of this, um, the deregulations for the car industry, they say, well, the cars, they're, they're still going to be manufactured to whatever country has the highest standards. So they're not gonna make um, they're not gonna make cars for the US and then make cars for whatever country, you know, has stricter regulations. But why even go there? Why take any regulations away when we have been taking steps to advance to end climate change? Um, you know, and, and this includes veganism. I, I can say that I haven't heard anything from Donald Trump. As far as um, not eating as, as much meat, um, ending factory farms and in, in fact, uh, an animal welfare uh, page on the White House website was removed uh, as soon as he got into office. So it's um, it's it's really concerning. I, I also know that his, His daughter um, is very much into fur, like selling fur and whatnot. So it's really important that you know because he is in office that people do continue to speak out, to write letters, to sign petitions. And I know that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've been told that I need to go into the lobby. Chandler, can you make a pause?
0: I can't, I, I can't pause the recording, but I can cut it out, so.
1: Okay, can you just give me one moment, because I wanted to look, I want to look your, at your question for Earth Day, so I can give a, a valid answer before I leave this um, computer. So, I looked up April the 22nd, Earth Day, and the first one was in 1970, and it was a movement to be more conscious towards the uh, environment. And it was uh, somewhat of an anti-war movement as well. They wanted to put less emphasis on war and move toward protecting the earth. Uh, so, as I was saying, I, I I was talking about the car regulations, but we need to um, know that Trump right now is not making any sort of move toward uh ending factory farm uh with with taking the animal welfare website page off the White House website um and just you know his whole family really they are not very concerned with about not using animal products so it's important that we let him know because even though some people think that their voice might not be heard. If he hears enough information from people, he, he might be swayed. <laughs> this, this is a person who is a showman, and I think that he likes to be popular. So even though I know that he's constrained by what the Republican philosophy is, and it's all about making money, 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 don't give up on trying to communicate because there's always room for change. Now, um, another thing that I wanted to mention about our show, as far as Earth Day is concerned, is birth control. I'm going to lower my voice again because I am in the lobby of the library, so. Yeah. <laughs> not the most yeah, appropriate- if
0: you, yeah. Monique, if you don't mind, I'd like to ask you exactly how did you end up at the at the library when we were supposed to do this. <laughs>
1: Well, I was teaching and all day long I had my phone charged in the wall, but it wasn't taking the charge appropriately last night. It wasn't either. And about an hour ago, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to sit in the library and just hold it in place into the outlet and make sure it charges by the time we were going to do our show. And and that's what happened. I raced to uh, the nearest library. (laughs) yeah
0: well yeah thanks for explaining it because i just want our audience to know why everything is so weird you know because we hear a lot i hear i'm hearing a lot of background noise because you are in a public place so so we have important stuff to say people so bear with us even though it's hard to listen to at times
1: (laughs) yeah i do want to make mention that even though i'm in a library and i have to be kind of quiet at the same time, think of all the information that's in those bookshelves and computers. You know, I mean, that's why people come to the library to learn. And you know, people, people have been upset because books have been banned and burned. And that that doesn't happen so much in in this day and age in this country. That's why we have a, you know, a free society with the with the right, you know, to speech. So, free freedom of speech. So. Although we should try to keep our thoughts and our words uh, positive. Okay, so continuing on with the the birth control issue. Now, I've heard this from a number of people that women, when they go to the bathroom, if they're taking birth control, those hormones are, you know, w- ex- how do you say it, excremented out? They, you know, they go out. Yeah. So... So they're in the urine, and then, you know, that goes into the water supply. Of course, water works. They're, you know, they clean up the water, but I sometimes wonder, how clean can they actually get wastewater? I really don't know. I mean, is there, is there anything that is left in there? And I don't know if hormones can, you know, chemicals can completely burn out. I really don't know. And if somebody's listening and works for the water company, I would love to know what is the answer. I mean, can they get absolutely everything out? And then, of course, um, a lot of people, and this just sounds so nasty to me, but it's, you know, it's the truth. People will throw condoms down the toilet, condoms that have, you know, DNA, sperm on it, and you know, again, like this, this is all mixing in with, I mean, obviously we, you know, we go number one and two. That's, that's bad enough. Although urine can be used for some, for, uh, for some medicinal purposes, believe it or not, you can get rid of a sty in your eye by putting a drop of your own urine. It's true. My mother did it to me when I was little and I've done it since I I don't get styes, but, um, urine isn't that bad, but, Number two, that, yeah, you wouldn't, (laughs) that's, that's bad. So, you know, we have a lot of waste going in, but a lot of that water, like I said, it's being, it's being reused. And, um, I, you know, I just don't know. It, it just, it, it just doesn't sound good to me. Like, you know, the more stuff that we have that the water is being reused, to me, the worse it is. What were you going to say, Chandler?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, uh, on a related note, I read this article years ago about what there were fish were going extinct because the female hormones in the water, due to you know, um, you know, birth control and among other things, these female hormones were causing the male fish. To not develop sexually, so that they never they could um, they could not produce sperm. Therefore, those species of fish died out. You know because that goes into the water supply. So even if it's it's treated um, and and cleaned before humans drink that water again, um, it's still going to affect the fish all over the ocean. So that's just one of many things that kills fish.
1: Yeah, and. Any waste that is going into our water is going to to to, to kill. It, it's going to kill anything that's living. Um, you know, back in the 80s, I'm from New Jersey, and I remember when I was little, the beaches had to be shut all summer long. And I think the next summer after that, because there were hypodermic needles, hospital waste, and people had stepped on them, and I think some might have even gotten disease from doing that, and maybe even AIDS. I'm, I'm not sure. This was back in the mid-80s, and there is a a song by Billy Joel, and uh, it's called We Didn't Start the Fire, and one of the lines is, um, well, it goes, we didn't start the fire, it was always burning till the world's been turning, and then he goes with all the problems, and he's like, uh, hypodermic needles on the shore i can't take it anymore we we didn't start the fire and you know that that's true because that's what happened and i was so upset that year because i used to love going to the beach with my mom and dad but i can tell you since that happened chandler i've been like i've i've never really had the same feeling about wanting to go into the ocean because I never know when I'm going to step in, you know, and I, and I love it. You know, the body loves to be around water. We're 70% water. Yeah. And, um, unfortunately that's, that's how it goes because you just never know what's in the water. How about all these oil spills? So oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. See, here's the thing about it. Is that, I mean, there are so many forms of pollution. I mean, of course there's the pollution that's causing climate change, which, you know, is one way of killing all life on the planet. But even climate change aside, some of these other methods of pollution can cause horrible diseases and, and uh, slow, painful death to humans as well as the other sea life especially – and that's the thing about it. And yeah, you know me, Monique. This is why I hate this idea of freedom because people basically just take it to mean they can do whatever they want no matter who it hurts. It end ends up hurting them too in the process, of course.
1: <laughs> well, that's why I was very careful when I said five minutes ago about freedom of speech, you know, and the Constitution and being in the library because. Well, the fact of the matter is I believe that people should le- be learning and be progressive, but we also have to uh, be mindful that what we're doing has more positive than negative effects. So,
0: Hey, there you are again, Monique. What happened?
1: Oh, God, thank you so much. Um, it's just, you know, it's a weak battery, but let's see how much more we can do. I just wanted to say, like, two more things, and then I really want you to... Well, I want you to comment on everything that I've just said. Or did you already when I wasn't listening?
0: <laughs> I didn't get a chance because the recording stopped as soon as we did get disconnected. So,
1: Where did we get disconnected? So um, I don't know.
0: If- you, you were talking about being mindful that um, what we do has more positive than negative effects. You were about to mm-hmm. say saying something about that.
1: Did I say anything about the plants?
0: Um, you probably were, and that's probably when it cut us
1: off okay well then i'll try to do it again quickly okay all right so um we chandler we we were saying that you don't believe in complete freedom and i agree with you prior to um we we, wait a minute delete that okay (laughs) so so chandler you were saying that you don't believe in complete freedom and i agree with that because see freedom comes with responsibility and we need to utilize the right kinds of freedom so you have to be mindful like even in the library you know you could have all the information in the world and people should know about things but you also have to be mindful of uh you know not using the computers for pornography for example what what good is that going to do and just negativity in general i just want to speak how negative energy affects each and every living cell on this planet be it a person an animal or a plant i know when people are mean to me that affects me it does um, I'm sure to most people it does. Even the sturdiest of people, it has some sort of an effect. So, you know, if you say it to a child, they're going to be all scared and they won't do as well in school and whatnot. This, this is for animals as well. You can see that if you shout at an animal, it will either shrink or it will retaliate and bite. Same things with plants. If you play classical music, as opposed to thrash, death, metal, there have been experiments where the plants, they will grow taller, plumper in vineyards. they I know this one particular one in Italy. The grapes were so huge in that portion as compared to the portion where the music was disharmony and thrash and whatnot. Now for those metal fans, they're going to be like... I'll be quiet Monique and let me listen to my metal <laughs> but is it's the truth the the harm the harmonious that makes plants um just bloom and so we we need to know that what we're doing our actions do have reactions wherever we go and that's why we need to be mindful of the freedom that we have you know we might have the first amendment a free speech, but what's the good in spreading a lot of negativity if it's not going to progress our society? So I agree with you, Chandler.
0: Yes. You know, it, yeah, see, what I'd like to say, for example, I, I would like a world where nobody is allowed to lie. For example, have you seen that movie Liar, Liar with Jim Carrey?
1: I've heard of it, but I never saw it.
0: I, I'm telling you, Monique, you've got to see that because really – what What happens is this he this guy keeps um disappointing and lying to his eight year old son or whatever, and so his son makes a birthday wish that for one day his dad can't tell a lie, and so his dad is not able to lie even when he tries out of his mouth comes the truth all the time mm-hmm. you know, and see if I could, I would do that to all of humanity well I'll, everyone forever so that they have to tell the truth because With lies come all of these other things. I mean, lies are always used to hide all the other evil things people are doing. (laughs) Oh man, we keep getting cut off. This is so frustrating.
1: I'm sorry. Well, anyway, keep going. You run a momentum You were about the lies, and you wish everyone would tell the truth. Go.
0: Yeah. I was explaining how um, if everyone was forced to tell the truth, then all these other evils would be impossible because people could no longer lie and deceive people in order to hide all the murder and rape and all of the other things they do. Um, so I would do that. And of course, there are some people who think that that would be unfair because they think people should have the freedom to lie. And I disagree, uh, you know, because when what you do harms people, I don't think you should be free to do it, so to speak. And, and similarly, it, it, if I could rewrite the laws of nature, rewrite the laws of biology, I would also make it so that anytime somebody tried to eat something with meat or, or dairy or like any animal product like that, that they would just vomit and feel sick and they would learn and therefore would no longer do it. And so everybody would be forced to be vegan in this way, you know, that, you know, I mean, I bet you would probably do the same.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I, I do not like lying. I don't lie because even if I don't say something like You know, not saying anything isn't exactly a lie. It's just pleading the fifth. I don't feel good. You know, I always, that's one thing about me. I just like to rid my conscious, consciousness. It bothers my conscience to not even say something if there is an issue. To me, that's like bordering on a lie. And what's happening right now in the United States, this current administration, uh, and, you know, businesses and people that want to just make money and not have any repercussions, they quite frankly are lying. <laughs> I don't know how else to to put it, because there are regulations in place to keep uh, clean air, clean water. And to me, it seems like everyone would want this, but it seems like. They want it, but they want to eat their cake too, and it's not a vegan cake. Let's put it that way. Well,
0: yeah, that's a good way of putting it, Monique. And here's another thing that's a little bit bizarre. You know, this topic has actually come up before – Um, in the the other podcast I do with the other guys, and one of the things that we've talked about is that there's a fundamental difference of belief system at play here, because you've got a whole bunch of people who just believe that this earth is all going to be destroyed, like in the book of Revelation, in the Bible, for example, so who cares about the environment? The whole planet's going to burn up anyway in some apocalypse, and therefore— there's a lot of people with that mentality. And unfortunately, that causes them to not care about climate change, not care about pollution. And so that's an issue, for example, where somebody's belief like that is killing the rest of us.
1: But they want to keep procreating and be fruitful and multiply. So there's a dichotomy dichotomy there it's just it doesn't make sense but i hear what you're saying because you're, i know yeah. people like that
0: i know you're right monique in fact you brought up my next point because this whole procreating thing you know is a very bizarre thing because on one hand they believe the whole earth is just going to burn up and it's going to be the end of the world anyway on the other hand they keep procreating um as if they think people are gonna gonna live here forever or as if there's some purpose to it. And this is very interesting because you and I, you know, our show is focused on the veganism and celibacy. And a lot of it is the fact that, you know, this pro- this procreation um, inflicts the suffering of climate change. On those procreated, you know what I mean? On those new children brought into the world, they're going to be suffering the effects of all the pollution and everything already going on. So it's the compassionate thing not to procreate.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. But I've heard many a times that I'm selfish because I've chosen not to have children. So I don't see how that can be selfish if I know who I am, what I want to do in life. And I'm making less of a carbon footprint. There is many people that have children that are unwanted and then and then what happens? You know, they they either abandon them, they don't, you know, really take care of them very well. Um we you know, there's obviously the abortion end, uh some people put them up for the adoption. Usually that's if it's an accident, but quite frankly, anytime that you have intercourse and you have, you know, there's a chance of procreating, well, prepare for an accident. <laughs> and that's that's what the show is about. It's just about showing love toward one another, but also being respectable and logical. And a lot of people just don't get that. They, they're they like, oh, <laughs> if you're married, you know, you have to have kids, or, or you have to have uh, intercourse, or, you know, even, you know... N- n- in this day and age, a lot of people don't even care about if you're married to do that. You know, they kind of just expect that you're doing it if you are in a relationship. Unless you're of the Christian faith, and even them. I mean, there's a lot of people, and I consider myself a Christian spiritualist. I'm not going to get into all that right now. But, um, y- you know, there are people that seem way more Christian in their traditional philosophies than me. But they're out having intercourse within, you know, the relationships. And it it doesn't, to me, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) There's so much information out there that I I, I, kind of think it's it's confused people in, in a way.
0: Well, what's interesting about it is, I mean, people are very rarely consistent. And, you know, I try to be consistent with with all of my worldviews. Like, everything has to make sense and fit together. And so for me, you know, the whole celibacy and veganism fits together because how in the world – I mean, how how in the world does somebody be vegan – If they are going to procreate people who could become carnists, you know, and they're imposing suffering on them as well. You know, it's both ways. And so it's kind of complicated, Monique, because what we have going on in these modern times is a lot of people are passionate about certain things. The vegan movement is growing. And then, you know, you have other things that like that are important, too. You know, there's there's all sorts of sorts of other animal rights and human rights issues. Um, but it's like, they all have to fit together. And I've had a really hard time finding my place where I'm not shunned by people because it, it's oh it's one thing or another, you know, they don't yes. like me because they don't like because I'm vegan uh, or they don't like because I'm anti-abortion or, or they don't, or they don't like me because I don't vote in elections. You know, Somebody's always complaining about me, and it's like this is ironic because I'm like the most nonviolent, peaceful, non confrontive guy.
1: I know. You really are. Um, I, I'm going to mention something. I was going to keep this for a different show, but you're saying that people don't like you. Well, I like you. There's a lot of people that like you, but I understand – that if it's not one thing, it's another. And the same thing happens to me, uh, maybe not on as a wide spectrum, but it does happen to me. And and I'll let you know, you know, I, I, I actually need to state the names of these, uh, these vegan groups. And so Chandler and anyone who's out there, that's a vegan. uh, I belong to a lot of Facebook vegan groups. And I do a few vegan events per year. I have one coming up on Earth Day Saturday, April the 22nd. It's my seventh Raw Vegan Outreach Earth Day Extra Vegan Anza. And what I do with a group of people is we uh, we outreach with raw vegan literature to people like at bus stops and whatnot. This year, I didn't have time to really plan it. So I think it's just going to be me with a poster and literature. But that's okay. I'm going to enjoy my company. <laughs> um, so... I, I I like to tell people about things, and I join a lot of groups. Well, I saw a couple things come up in my news feed from this one um, dating site. On this, uh, it was called Vegan Dating Quest, and it was really just, mm, it just well, what can I say? I'll just say it was a it was a picture of fruit, like fresh cut fruit. And underneath the photo, it said, e- eat all this and she'll drink your every drop. And, you know, that was alluding to the fact that, you know, a woman is going to drink the male's uh, bodily fluids, you know, upon doing. <clears throat> oh, that's disgusting. And, um, <laughs> yeah. So, so I put a comment and I said, uh, I won't, you know, I respect myself, you know, and I put a smiley face. Well, the next thing I know is someone comments and says, "Does that mean if I treat you with equality and respect, that you'll um, you'll you'll drink me or something something like that?" And I said, "That's bordering on sexual harassment." And then somebody else commented and said. Um, Well, he's, he pretty much stuck up for the person saying, oh, well, you'll notice he didn't comment again. And, um, you know, some, I don't know. He was just saying sense of humor, I believe. And I said, yeah, well, would you say that? Would you want someone to say that to your mom? And then he said, oh, let's not get family into this. And yeah, she would laugh. And I said, and he's like, I'll give you the, the last word. And I said, it's not about the last word. It's just about respecting someone and not making them feel uncomfortable. I'm going to bring this to the moderator's attention. And what happens is I get kicked off instead of the ones who had talked to me like that. I got banned. So I had my friend um, join the group so that he could talk to the moderator and explain what happened. And guess what happened to him? He got kicked off. So... I'm really disappointed that people in this vegan quest dating site uh, that state their mission statement says, oh, you know, uplifting posts and spiritual posts are good and, you know, nobody knock anyone down. And instead, they did this to me. And I've noticed and I've mentioned this in shows before that the vegan community, a lot of times they're all about the animals or kind of (laughs) like – well a lot and and I'm not I'm not saying that this is bad or anything but I'm just stating that a lot of them are atheists, some are anarchists and whatnot and uh, it, it, it's like kind of like a whole package there's not that many people that are totally Christian based um, I, I just per, like you were saying Chandler, I like to make I, I like to understand that everything makes sense you know I, there's some things that don't make sense from, a Christian point of view and there's a lot that do but anyway going back to my story I feel that the vegan community needs to be more humane about other things and I believe that sex is one of them because I do see that there there's there's less to be desired when it comes to to sex I mean a lot of them I don't know maybe the newer ones um, they're more you know, against abortion as you know, more footage comes out and whatnot. But I remember when I first stepped into veganism that everyone was pro-choice. And I'm thinking to myself, how could you not want to kill animals, but you're fine with killing babies? See, that doesn't make sense to me. There's no logic to that. Um, and again, I say, you know, if it's an emergency, then, well, I mean, if there was rape or whatnot, but, um, you know, well, it just shouldn't be well, used as birth well, control. So, you know,
0: well, Monique, um, I actually want to say something about what you just said there. See, I do understand. I mean, there is a certain logic to why a lot of vegans are pro-choice, and I think that's just because there's this idea that they want the humans to be aborted so that they won't uh, grow up and then, you know, be carnists and then. And then kill the other animals (laughs) so i understand that reasoning i understand why they're that way but i just can't go that route i just don't i just don't know because that Mm -hmm. seems like now we're turning against the human animal while i'm trying to be equal with everybody and i just i don't know i want to respect the life of humans as well and it's hard to do it among other vegans because they don't respect human life and sometimes it's easy to see why
1: Yeah, some of them could be very angry people um, and not sensitive towards other people. But to me, it's all one package. You be humane to people and animals. And I do understand a lot of us vegans, we are against overpopulating. We are against like everyone has to have children. In fact, vegans are probably the ones that understand me the most in my choice of not having children. They are. But on the flip side, A lot of them could be very insensitive and like they're a lot of them are very um, just sexual and open and whatnot. And again, I don't want to judge them, but I'm saying that some inappropriate comments were made to me and no one stood up for me. You know, even if they felt that it wasn't, um, you know, maybe they thought I was a prude or whatnot, whatever the case is. I'm not. But if they did, there's no reason to ban me. For my feelings, you you understand what I'm saying. There's no reason to ban me for my feelings. And what happened was another friend of mine. She said you should put down what happened um, on all the ve- the the vegan dating sites to forewarn people about this. I was just gonna like let it go, but I'm like, yeah, you're right. So I I shared this conversation, what had happened, on another vegan dating site. Same thing. Someone's like, oh, well, uh, so I, I said, you know, I, I experienced some, you know, sexual abusive comments and I got banned from the group instead of the other way around. And I had said, you know, the, the, the person is like insinuating for me to drink sperm. And so the comment comes back and says, oh, well, some people like to drink sperm. And and I said, (laughs) I don't remember what I said from there, but like he came back and he's like, well, I, I, I don't under I don't understand what you mean by sexual abuse. So at that point, I just like left the conversation. I let a moderator know and they actually banned that person. Now, this this site is called Vegan Plant Appel Dating, whatever that means. Not Apple, but Appel. And so, they did ban him. But what happened is, um, they said, "Well, maybe you should go for vegan Christian sites." You know, pretty, pretty much insinuating if this like bothers me or whatnot. I said, "I just want to keep people safe. That's all. I want people to feel respected." And they're like, and I said, "I have a vegan group too, and I I share with them the celibate, the world uh, celibate Facebook group that I have." such a such a long title world celibate holistic vegan sexual asexual group um and then she's like oh well I like both of them uh meaning sex and veganism like not you know abstinence and she's like uh good luck you know much success and I don't know I just I put like another comment and like yeah but um You know, I like to outreach to, you know, different people. Oh, she said, why, why, why just, why be on our group? You know, if you have your group, I'm like, well, my group is not a dating site. And anyway, I said, I like to outreach to people about my events. And then she got upset and said, this isn't for outreaching. That's the mission statement. And I'm like, oh, you know, okay. You know, (laughs) well, next thing I know, I'm like blocked from them and I didn't do anything wrong. And really what it boiled down to, I, then I reached out to the another moderator and he didn't get back to me, but she got back to me. So maybe he said something to her. And she's like, you wasted my time. It's apparent that you just want the attention on you. You just want people to feel safe. You know, You know, she's she's like, I told you that I'm busy and I totally respected their time. Like they kept asking me questions. Anyway, long story short, they, they banned me. The second vegan dating group were essentially, I feel that they banned me for being a caring person. I, I I can't believe it. And I'm, I'm giving these names out because I need people to know that it's not right. You know, I was, I was silent on what happened to me two years ago, why I made my own group with the asexuals, and I'll say it now, I didn't say it before, but it's the LA asexual group. Um, uh, There's two of them on Facebook. They banned me for wanting to have a vegan event. Seriously, like saying, oh, we don't, and I had asked permission. And then when I had stated that I'm celibate, they didn't like that either. And you and I, we've discussed this. A lot of asexual people, they want to denote that there's a difference between celibacy and asexuality. I get that. But the two can go hand in hand, too. So um, they banned me. And every time that this has happened, it's like because I care, you know, it's not because I'm some sort of bamboozler or, you know, gangster or disrespecting (laughs) people. (laughs) And it, it terribly hurts me. And one more thing that I want to say. I have a friend. And. Jeez. Um, I, I reached out to this friend. To help me when the first thing happened. And. The friend. She didn't have time. To like. she She, she didn't want to get involved. And that hurts me too. Because. I felt a little unsafe when that, you know, the drinking, the sperm thing happened. I, I did. And I wanted people to, you know, know that it's not right to ban me for speaking out for women's safety and whatnot. And I thought that she was about that, too. And she's, she's like, oh, my focus is on other places. I only wanted her to make like a quick comment. I didn't want her to be taking like an hour or two out of her life but she didn't and i felt really bad and and personally i started crying to myself because i felt why am i being scorned for wanting to do good and for wanting to reach out and so i'm mentioning this you know we're we're talking about earth day so let's tie this in you know earth day yes it's about not polluting the earth but to me as we were saying before, there's negative energy and there's positive energy, and that all affects our world. So to reach out a hand in kindness, you know, to protect other people, I think that that's a great thing instead of getting aggravated by the person. I'm, You know, I understand we all have busy lives and we can't get like completely involved in everything. I understand that. Or we wouldn't be able to live. We'd always be, like, reaching our hand, reaching our hand. But your closest friends, I don't understand why somebody can't take, like, five minutes to stick up for somebody. See, because what happens is no one sticks up for anybody. And then what we have is a situation like Bill O'Reilly, who is on the air for 20 years, getting paid millions of dollars. And finally, Fox fired him. But guess what? He didn't just get fired. He got $25 million. You know, because he had signed the contract, so they had to give it to him. They didn't want to get into lawsuits and whatnot. He made out better than the victims. And why did all that happen in the first place? Because probably the victims were afraid to speak out, or they probably—I think some of them did, but nothing was done. And then some of them were ousted out for respecting themselves. And, you know, it all starts very small. You know, we we need to— stick together when it comes to making sure that people are respected. Now, yes, some people have different opinions on their sexuality. Some people don't, you know, some people, you know, like dirty talk or whatever. I don't think it's appropriate for a vegan dating Facebook site that's talking about spirituality and whatnot. And especially if it makes the person feel comfortable, they shouldn't be debating with them. You know, it made them feel uncomfortable. That's it. I shouldn't be getting banned for expressing my opinion. And so, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad I was able to, 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 say that to people. And I'd like to know, has anything happened to, to you? Please put in the YouTube comments here. Um, if, if it has, because we should not be bullied for wanting to keep people safe and respect each other and being told that we want attention. That's another thing. People are told that they're attention grabbers whenever they say that they're like, you know, being victimized, of like sexual uh, harassment and assault. We hear that all the time. I would have to say that most women and men do not come forward for this kind of these kinds of matters to garner attention. That's the worst thing, because there's still that stigma. It slaps back at you. If I want attention, trust me, I'm going to do something else. I'm not going to say, you know, I feel that there's like, you know, sexual harassment going on here or, you know, abusive comments. No, you know, I'll go on the stage. I'll go on the stage and like, you know, do some comedy or something. <laughs> it's, a, you know, to, to me, I don't want to hey,
0: hey, Monique, call I hate, people I, out on things. Hey, Monique, that, that's to,
1: not my way of having fun and attention. Monique, I hate it's to not. interrupt
0: you, but is, is it your lunch break almost over? Um so, I don't know if we needed to wrap this up. I mean, this has been a good talk, and I actually wish we had more time, but I know you were trying to finish this up on your
1: lunch break. Oh, I actually have uh seven more minutes, but so so, so please do do speak i'm I'm gonna let you take take it away. Uh, but just one more thing to add to this. Recently, I met uh a young woman who's Armenian and that culture eats a lot of meat, but, um, she's just recently become vegan. And she says that people like tell her to eat meat, eat meat and get angry at her. And she's like, but I feel good. You know, I, it it, actually, I think it's been a couple years. She's like, I don't get angry at them, like telling them, you you know, but they seem to get angry at me. And it's like, she's like, just leave me alone. Like (laughs) I feel healthy. I don't want to eat animals. And I, I tend to see that people do that if you if sometimes if you stand up for justice or whatnot or they think you're like too good or something, it will backlash at you and maybe that's what happens it it doesn't happen to me as much as before, but when I used to go into restaurants and like ask for you know it's a special accommodation, you know take off the meat, take off the dairy in a nice way, they start getting like defensive and whatnot and people do do that and it's like I don't do that to you. (laughs) So why would you do that to me? Um, Yeah. But one thing that I didn't like completely agree with her, but I understand we were talking about whole foods. As far as I know, the owner is a vegan, but the store isn't a vegan. And she's like, well, it's, it's his business. But if it, if you truly believe in something, you know, and you want to make that a money maker. I feel that you should have businesses that match your ideals, not just because you want to have vegan, you know, vegan here and meat and you want to make money from both ends. See, I don't, I don't really believe that. I understand that it brings some people in and whatnot. Maybe some meat eaters now become vegan because it's all in the same store. But still, if you are a hardcore vegan and I don't know how core, how hardcore he is. I personally think that if you have the means to start something, if you have that seed money that you should do what your ideals are based on, not what's just going to make you more money, which is what this whole climate change thing is about. You know, it's like, Oh, we want to take the regulations away and not have as clean air because, yeah, because we're going to make money, but they're still going to breathe the same air. And they're probably going to be sorry that they did that in the long run. Take it away, Chandler. I've said a lot.
0: Yeah, definitely, Monique. And you know something? um, I recently saw something on Facebook where somebody said that the karma is a law of the universe, like that what you do comes back to you, uh, whether good or bad. And in a sense, that's true. And unfortunately, you know, we are hurt by the actions of other people as well. But those people who are all about making money and not caring who is killed in the process – they themselves uh, will suffer and and die sooner rather than later because they like you said they have to drink the same water they have to breathe the same air and so it's like people aren't even doing selfishness right because if people cared even about themselves they would do what was right for the planet so that it doesn't end up killing and harming them i mean it's it's logical i think any smart person realizes that what's best for everyone is also best for yourself and it just makes sense that way you know but, yeah, I mean, this has been an absolutely wonderful talk, Monique. Um, we had some technical difficulties at the beginning because you were at the library. Um, and, and, you know, so our audio quality for our first 20 minutes isn't that great. But I feel that we've made up for it because we, we, we've we talked about some very important things that people – people who care about the vi- environment need to go vegan and celibate, and, you know – that That's so Earth Day is a perfect day for us to be putting this message out there um, and if I have time, I would like to share a little story about i was recently invited by some people from my work um to go with them they were going to this smoke brewing company and obviously the name suggested that it was going to be a lot of meat so i brought peanut butter sandwiches with me and and they thought it was funny but and then you know i ordered i ordered a drink and i got a, a side of beans and i thought because the beans were the only thing that I thought hey well it's just beans right no they put they put uh pig pieces of pig even in the beans now the nice thing is uh one of my friends let me dump it dump what I didn't want onto his plate cuz he was already done anyway by that point and so that, so that was nice of him and the, and then um but what was nice is at least i have some good friends um the the leader who set up that outing she also she's she said next time they're going to go to um Jose's peppers or whatever some mexican restaurant and she told me it has uh vegetarian options so I think what I think these people want me to be their friend, and they want me to feel included, and it, and that makes me feel great. It's nice to have supportive friends who, even though they may not understand veganism, they certainly I'll bet you these people don't understand celibacy. The very fact that they will make adjustments and uh, you know take. Some, make sure someone has vegetarian options, you know, that is a sign of a good friend, not somebody. Absolutely. Who, yeah. Not somebody who gets all mad at you because you won't eat meat because people like that. I just can't do, I just can't do people like that.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. Well, thank you so much for, for bringing up this, uh, this earth day topic that encompassed veganism, and uh, and and celibacy and positive energy, which you just experienced there, include being included, uh, inclusion to to make the world better and to make people you know feel good. So. Uh, I, I hope everyone enjoyed this. And, um, if you'd like to join me on my raw vegan earth day outreach, it's from 11 AM to 11 PM, April the 22nd, 2017. Uh, you can comment, um, here and, uh, Chandler, I hope you'll forward, uh, you know, just, uh, leave your email and I'll tell you where to meet me or you can just, just put in, um, Raw Vegan Outreach Earth Day Extra Vegananza 2017 into Facebook, and you'll find the details. I must go because I'm on the clock right now. All right?
0: All right. So I guess um, happy Earth Day to our listeners, everybody. Happy Earth
1: Day. Keep Yay! healthy and happy. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Companion.
0: Thanks for listening. Goodbye, everybody.